Blog Talk Radio. Introducing in the red corner, American Tennis! And introducing in the blue corner, your host for American Tennis, Mr. Chuck Reese! Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get in the game. And hello, Coach Chuck Creasy. It's another week of American Tennis. Every Wednesday at noon on the We Coach Tennis Network. And thank you, J.P. Weber, for what you have done to help my program, this program, American Tennis, your program, and John Denise's uh, Florida Connection. And thank you, Coach Denise, for all you do for so many and getting words out there that, that need to be put out there. And also, thank you, Lisa Stone, for your program on Tuesdays and every Tuesday, folks, at noon. Coach Denise's program is Thursday at 5.30, I believe, 5.30 Eastern time. And then Lisa Stone's you can uh, get at noon on Tuesdays. But also you can go to URTennisNetwork.com. And if you want American tennis after today, you can go to chuckcreasy.net, www.chuckcreasy.net. Folks, my email is chuck at coachcreasy.com, chuck at coachcreasy.com. If you ever want to send in uh, and give some ideas for future programs, um, we have continuing uh, ongoing tennis education program or and um, we we will continue that, and then each week we have great guests. Last week, thanks, Clint Bowling. That was a good program, actually, last week. Folks, that guy was the ultimate journeyman. If you ever wondered, uh, if you're a young uh, man or young lady coming out of college, how hard it is to go out and play pro tennis, boy, he gave you a good idea of it, and you have to be in love with the sport, number one. And I know for coaching, you have to be in love with the sport. If you are not in love with the sport, there is just <laughs> too much pain, too little payoff. You know, it, one of the sayings I always have is every prize has a price, and every price you deal with pain, and it's just part of the deal. But um, that was a good one, last week's program. 
Folks, this is an encore presentation on the three-tier mentoring program for excellence. And I, I wanted to preface this by saying that this is such an important topic because as coaches, our ultimate problem, our ultimate concern, our ultimate, cha ultimate challenge, however you want to put it, is motivation. It is not about stuff. It is not about uh, a system. It is not about facilities. It is not about getting enough opportunities from parents, coaches, and teachers. It is always about motivation. And starting out, I wanted to say that, you know, there's no, there's never been a time in my coaching career, 46 years, that I have ever seen a young person under my tutelage do poorly and the parent or that young person say, you know, coach, I just didn't have it. Or the parent to say, you know what, our youngster just didn't have it. They didn't work hard enough. As a coach, you know you're always <laughs> going to probably get the blame. And, you know, this is sort of the Vince Lombardi, Tom Landry, the Johnny Wooden coaching 101. They always say that coaches <clears throat> give the player the credit, you take the blame. That's just part of the deal. But motivation has always been the hardest job. And it was my first year college coaching was 1975. My first, actually, I was an assistant coach in 73, 74. And, but I've coached tennis since 1970. So, um, but, but folks, the, the thing is, the same problem that was paramount at that time is still paramount today. And that's how do we get our young people to give their best in losing causes. Everybody is gung-ho. They will, they, look, everybody knows what their best is. Everybody knows that they need to do certain things to put their best effort. We always say, uh, you know, put everything out there, give your best, try your hardest, all this. And, uh, but what happens, it becomes diluted, polluted, prostituted after uh, time with failure when when people give their best and they do not get the reward that they're looking for um they start to pull the plug a little bit at a time a little bit at a time last night we are uh, watching the world series and uh it's pretty cool the uh starting pitcher for the cubs started out good and then Wow, things started going south there. He walked a couple batters, hit a batter. They got a base hit. And the Cleveland Indians, by the way, I love both of these teams. This is pretty exciting stuff, this World Series. But my son looks, he says, oh, Papa, he says, uh, will the pitcher, I think it was John Lester, I think. He, um, My son knows all the players. I don't quite. But he says, oh, my gosh, are they going to pull? I said, no, son, he'll hang in there. It's always about doing the next right thing. Do the next right thing. You get knocked down, do the next right thing. Do it right and do it right now. Do the next right thing right now. Do it in the right way. And um, so, folks, this is paramount. It's still today, and with all of, our, all of our sophistication, it's still the hardest job in the world is motivation, when people are getting cut or you're having failure. It's easy when things are going well and the winners. I told my son the big, you know, what happens is the Cubs won in the playoffs 
because they believe, they believe, they believe, and they even when everything's going bad, they know that they know that they know that they're always going to have a chance if they hang in, and that's what happens. So that being said, I want to address the situation here with the um, three-tier mentoring program, and I, I wanted to start out by saying, folks, as a coach, whether we're nonprofit or whether we're profit sharing or, or whatever, well, first of all, coaches were the people as a child that I respected most in my life. Um, I knew from the minute I had a fourth grade football coach in a fifth grade basket. Oh, wait a minute. Can't tell a lie there. I got cut in the fifth grade. So sixth grade basketball coach and uh, those coaches I had, I absolutely remember them so very well. I remember their voices. I remember their walk. I remember some of the things they said. But these are the most impacting people on our children and our society that, that there ever was. Uh, two weeks ago, a friend of mine says, have you ever thought about you, how much more money you could have made in a different profession? I said, look, I my – I always wanted my work suit to be in sweats or a coaching, uh, to be a coach. I, and I wanted to be a basketball coach, but the good Lord has directed me towards tennis, and I, I, uh, that's all I ever wanted to be. But I wanted to start out by saying your posterity is always more important than your prosperity. And um, last week I was – giving a talk to a, to a group of kids, and, and one of the coaches said, well, Coach, how are you still motivated at this stage after 46 years? And I'm not going to tell you how old I am, you know, 39, 49, whatever. But um, anyhow, I said, absolutely, it is, number one, I believe that your posterity is always more important than your prosperity. Your prosperity you cannot take with you to the grave. And by the way, the way they're taxing you nowadays, folks, oh, my gosh, the death tax, they're going to take everything away from you when you die anyway. You can't even leave it to your kids anymore. You better leave it to them before you die. You better get rid of that, and you better go to the grave without much because that daggone government's going to take it anyway. But the point is, is your posterity grows and grows and grows. It's all that we have after we leave this earth. And then I said, number two, I said, I, it's the only way that I know that I can absolutely glorify God at this stage in my life. You know, it, it, that fame blows away faster than, uh, gosh, can I use <laughs> It blows away faster than smoke in a hurricane. I'll put it that way. But it it fame blows away, especially nowadays, folks. Where you know fame fame was always fleeting, but now with fake book or people put stuff up about they did this and this and this and this and this, and you might have done something of great significance, but nobody knows, nobody cares, and. But the people you're with know, and the people you're with care, and they carry it with them for life. Just as any coaches out there know that, we remember the voices of our high school coaches. I remember Brother Raymond's English class, Brother Raymond, how hard it was. And I've written, folks, in a humble way, God has allowed me to write six books. What? How could I do that? And I'm not going to tell you what I made on my SATs, but... 
the bottom line on thing, Brother Raymond, thank you. When I wrote my first book and got it published, and back then we had to get it published by a company. You couldn't just self-publish the stuff. So they all been published by companies. And by, by golly, I, I wrote a letter. I don't even know if it got to Brother Raymond. But, man, he was tough. Automatic Fs, if you made a misspelled word, automatic a theme, you know, about a 600-word theme every week. And uh, I had to grind and praise the Lord for that man and uh, the other coaches we had. Your posterity will outlive your prosperity. And so that's what I said. Also, I used a phrase to these people from Chariots of Fire, when I coach, I feel God's pleasure. When I do my best, I feel God's pleasure. And, and folks, there's nothing more important as you get older than to have that peace that passes understanding and understanding that what you do may, may not, but it most likely will live on if you give it to other people. I also believe in, believe in the law of reciprocities. The law of reciprocity says, Whatever you give will come back to you ten times. Money, I cannot tell you the amount of times where, while you're down and out and you help somebody else and it comes back to you, it absolutely, I think it gives you a freedom when you help other people, when you do other things. And your ideas are the things with a coach that you sometimes want to hoard. You think you've got an idea that's going to change the world and I don't care if it was my momentum control. I'm so proud of my momentum control. I hope that it lives on and on and on. I have not been able to market it even after 30-some years. Since 1979, I've worked on momentum control and ways of controlling momentum, and I've got it down to these eight simple rules, and it does work. But the point is, with the bottom line on the thing, you're afraid to give these things away. But whatever you give comes back to you. I've always known that good people will use your ideas and they'll give you the credit and you will be lifted up by others. Bad people just say, ah, that's sort of crazy. I got my own deal. And they, they squander ideas just like they squander fortune. They squander diamonds because they don't recognize them. The law of abundance is the third time in the late 1980s, early 90s, that guy Anthony Robbins was out there and he preached if you ever want to be rich or famous or whatever, understand that there's enough to go around for everybody. Plenty of law of abundance. You you will get wealthier. You will get smarter. You will acquire more knowledge by giving yours away. And there's plenty to go around for everybody. So, folks, if you're a coach or a teacher, you know, the law of reciprocity, the law of abundance are very, very important. But everybody, we need to understand our posterity must be invested in more than our prosperity. And, boy, it's a tough one at times, isn't it? So, anyhow, motivating. And in, in how are we going to approach it today with a mentoring program, this three-tier mentoring program, folks, it works. Two-tier mentoring programs that we, we are so, so familiar with, they break down. And exactly, and exactly why I'm going to uh, uh, bring bring this forward. But I, I wanted to say that as coaches, we do only have, I say, the three P's for motivational tools with our kids on on just two tier mentoring programs and trying to get them to do what we want to do. A two tier mentoring program is us to our players. 
And um, peers is one of the P's. Pain is one of the P's. Pleasure is the third P, and that's that Anthony Robbins stuff, pain and pleasure as well. Give him a plug. Personal power, his old tapes, and that stuff was pretty darn good. A good way to think. But peers, pain, and pleasure. But peers, we have to surround ourselves with the right people. We have to surround our kids with the right people. And and I, I talk all the time to my young people that you need to lead, follow, or get out of the way. You, and and with, with teams, one person with a bad attitude is worth, uh, golly, it can matter. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.